Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. It's a fast lane on 101 ESPN. Jamie Rivers, Anthony Stalter, and our guy Jeremy Rutherford joins, joins us via our 101 ESPN celebrity line. And JR, I know that you talked to Colton Pareko for a story that uh, is going to come out tomorrow in The Athletic. What is kind of the crux of the piece? Yeah, guys, I uh, had a chance to sit down with him last week at uh, Centene. He now lives in St. Louis, probably uh, Rivers. Uh, Jamie, you're familiar with that. He's been out there skating a lot with the guys, Braden Shen, a bunch of them, of them and some more trickling into town. But in talking to Colton Preco, Anthony, uh, you know, he's really looking forward to this season. And the one thing that he said was last year was a tough year for him. Obviously, he admits that. Uh, but he feels like of his eight-year career, that's been the one outlier. And if you look at the stats, kind of that goal share number has been falling the past couple of years. He missed some games with that back injury a couple of years ago. He feels that he's past that. But to me, he really seemed like a guy who was excited to get going this year and kind of show fans that he's not the player that he was last year. JR, is there anything in particular that he has been focusing on in the offseason, whether it be in the video room or the weight room or on the ice, anything that he identified from maybe last year that he's like, you know what, I can improve this? Yeah, for sure. The number one thing that he saw is that he was thinking too much and just hesitating. And he said when he reflected on that after the season, watched the video, he said that there was too much uh, hesitation. And I know the Blues made some tweaks to their defensive system last year, but Colton said not enough that it would make that much of a difference. Again, he said the back wasn't an issue. He said he just wasn't making plays. He wasn't getting two pucks that he needed to get to, and he didn't have that total awareness that you have to have back in that defensive zone. So, you know, as he looked at this season, he said that he's really kind of tried to train himself to not think so much, just to go out there and play on his instincts. Yeah, that's the one thing I've noticed at some of the skates already in the off season that he seems like he's enjoying it a little bit more. And I would agree with you watching a lot of the games last year. It, it, whether it was des- by design because the system was holding him back or whether there was just too many gaps because there weren't forwards in place, it always just seemed like a little bit of hesitation on the defensive side and on the offensive side, it's like he was hanging on the puck just a little bit too long before moving it. So I don't know if he addressed any of that stuff, but I, that's what I noticed. Yeah, just that lack of awareness. And, and I think when we looked at that Blues defense last year, yeah, Pareko was in the middle of that uh, in terms of what, what is going on back there. Uh, but I think we saw that from several of the Blues defensemen. They just weren't in lockstep and, uh, you know, with the forwards as well. But I think, uh, you know, in talking to Colton, that's one thing that he's really focused on. So, you know, we're at that point on the calendar where we can talk about it, but until we see it uh, in the in the preseason and then, of course, into the regular season, you know, that's when we'll be able to see if there's any change that's been really made. Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider with The Athletic, where you can follow on Twitter at J.P. Rutherford. Uh, Jared, why do you think that, you know, in your opinion, why do you think that those that, that same group of guys that were here, uh, you know, Nick Letty was acquired at the trade deadline, so it's not like they were unfamiliar with him. Falk, Letty, Pareko, Krug, why do you think they had so many issues last year compared to the year prior? Yeah, especially that year prior in the postseason, uh, pretty good against uh, yeah. Minnesota. 
especially uh, later in that playoffs, uh, and then also against the Colorado. You know, when you saw Nick Letty play the way he did against some of those guys like McKinnon in the Colorado series, it really bodes well. Uh, you thought after he signed that contract. So uh, it's a situation where you scratch your head at the way the defense played last year. You know, the one thing that you can say if, if you're Craig Bruby or Doug Armstrong is that none of them played well, and you hope that it's just uh, connected and that it was just an off year for a few guys. But, you know, you try to point to reasons as to why. You know, it can't be that they're a year older than the, the private the previous year. You know, you're talking about four guys who can still get the job done. So I think you have to wonder, are they legitimate top four guys you talk about Colton Pareko is he a true number one the answer is probably no is Nick Letty a top pair guy probably not Tory Krug you know is he a second pair guy especially with the way he played uh, banged up last year probably not and I think at times Justin Falk uh, wasn't the, the Justin Falk that we remembered from the past couple of years so uh, again if you're Doug Armstrong you just chalk it up and hope that it's a bad year but the one thing I'll stick to you guys is uh, he said that I'll tell you what, if they have a year this coming season like they did last year, that same group's not going to be back regardless of how hard it is to move these guys. JR, your buddy Dom always does great work over there at The Athletic. I know a lot of Blues fans just love reading his work. Um, We were talking about this earlier. He's got a piece out now at The Athletic where he ranks the the front office and, and whatnot for the St. Louis Blues as well as every team in the NHL. He has the Blues at 21. I disagreed, not big time this time. Like, Dom and I weren't north and south on this, but I disagreed at 21. <laughs> I I pictured them somewhere, you know, in the 12 to 15 range. But just from your standpoint, when you look at one Dom's ranking, what do you think of the Blues being at 21? And, you know, if there's something that Army could have done differently within the last six to seven months, what do you think it could be? Yeah, you know, it's funny is every time I go to uh, put a story out and I say, um, hey, Blues fans, here's a story from Dom. Go ahead and read it. You know, it's, uh, sometimes it's a tough sell. Uh, but, you know, having said that, you know, he called it last year. He felt there was going to be a big drop off in their in their overall points. And there was. So, um, you know, I give him a lot of credit and especially give him some credit when he when he has to battle the Blues fans, because I know how it's been over the years. But, you know, with this front office ranking thing, guys, uh, it, it really is a ranking of the fans, and I like the way he does it. He divides it into two parts. So he lets the general NHL public, talking about the fans, vote on where they rank the Blues in these categories, roster building, cap management, draft and development, trading, free agency, vision. And he also lets the fan base here in St. Louis vote on it, and then he publishes both results. And, you know, they were fairly similar this year. Sometimes they're not this year. They were, you know, roster building, for example. I'm looking at it here on my screen. Uh, you know, NHL general fans gave the Blues a C-, minus. Uh, the fan base here in St. Louis, uh, a C. Uh, cap management, a D+. Plus. You know, I think that stems from giving these long-term contracts out to so many guys and also the no-trade clauses. Uh, it's been tough to, to move money because of that. And then here, the draft and development. Uh, you got a lot of good young players coming in via the draft, and, and the fans here in St. Louis gave Doug Armstrong a B. Uh, trading, uh, just one more category here. Uh, Blues fans here gave uh, Doug Armstrong a B plus. So, you know, I think some of the marks are, are very, fairly high considering where the Blues are positioned now in, in this retool. Uh, but, of course, anytime you have the uh, byline Dom on the top of this story, <laughs> definitely going to catch some uh, some static. <laughs> You're absolutely right. 
Follow JR on Twitter at JP Rutherford. He's got a piece coming out tomorrow on Colton Pareko. Uh, looking forward to that. Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for stopping by here in the fast lane. We'll talk to you again next week. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, Colton Pareko talks about the fan perception of him, too. So, oh, uh, wow. some interesting comments uh, okay. coming up in the uh, athletic tomorrow. Thanks, Jay. Interesting. Guys. Thanks, JR. Appreciate you. Wow, that, yeah. that, that could be interesting. Yeah. For sure. Anxious to hear what he thinks.